Alrighty, hello and welcome to Politics. Episode 8 on the 13th of March 2017. It's the show that critics have called as necessary as a referendum on Irish citizens living abroad being able to vote in the presidential election. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm Connor. And I'm Rob. Uh, he thinks that corporations are people but women aren't. <laughs> Well, all I'm saying is one contributes more to society. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he sometimes thinks far too liberally. <laughs> Jeez, I'll have to write that one down and stick it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's hop straight into uh, Trump Town, as we usually do. Trump, and Trump, try and Trump, stop talking Trump, about Trump, him as quickly Trump, as humanly Trump. possible. Yeah, we were talking about this um, beforehand. I have paid zero attention to the US all week. Because I'm sick of it. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's doing the same thing that uh, Moncrief on Newstalk is doing, which is giving up talking about Trump for Lent. Pretty much. Also, there's been enough going on here. Yeah. If, if we can week. possibly not talk about him, let's not talk about him. Yeah. Let's pretend he's not there. Um, so yeah, no I'm, I'm going to hop into Trump Town. I actually have some non-Trump US news, which is nice. That is nice. Uh, so, first of all, the Trump news, um, which is actually kind of last week's Trump news, but it's just been going on, which is the wiretap thing, which <laughs> is so Trump dumb. said, hey, Obama, tap my wires. What he said was... <laughs> yeah, he did. Terrible. Just found out Obama had my wires tapped, in inverted commas, in Trump Tower just before victory. Nothing found. This is McCarthyism. I don't think he knows what that means. I know what it means because I went and looked it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is the practice of making unfair allegations, criticisms, uh, especially to restrict dissent or political criticism. It's right. often used to describe reckless, ups, uh, reckless ups, unsubstantial accusations, as well as demagogic attacks on character or patriotism of political adversaries. So That's I think what, he's right. I think this is McCarthyism. It, it is McCarthyism, <laughs> just not how he thinks. It's McCarthyism, Connor, but not as we know it. So yeah, I just thought that was, uh, that was, that was mm. funny. Yeah, um, um, Kellyanne Conway thinks that uh, your microwave is spying on you. Yeah, um, the White House has asked Congress to investigate it. Right. So like, oh, Trump said this fucking thing. You guys sorted out. Um, and apparently the uh, claim originally came from um, Breitbart. Oh, well, then it must be true. Yeah. Um, but they only have one week to... They have until the end of today, I right. think, the this Monday, to produce evidence. Or else it's going to be like just forgotten about officially i think okay but uh yeah that was just uh, an interesting bit of um his 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 misdirections are getting a bit uh he's kind of starting to swing wild isn't he yeah yeah i mean this is part of the reason why i didn't actually look into the u.s much this week was because Sick one of the, the smoke f- and mirrors yeah one of the first stories i heard after we recorded last week and i think it was like last tuesday morning or something i woke up it was like trump claims that obama tapped his phones in uh, Trump Tower and I was just sitting there going oh, he's just starting to sound like a crazy old man now well the interesting thing is if Obama did do that yeah and did it officially all the people who would have the authorizations and the skills necessary to do that would still be working for him and all those classified documents will be accessible to him yeah that's true so he can just go look at it yeah and if he did it under under the radar and kind of went and got his CIA buddies to do it off the record mm. nothing he found can be used in court whatsoever okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. It's not like he's yeah. under any any actual harm from it. Yeah. No, I forgot about this because yeah, because it's an illegal wiretap. It's not admissible yeah. as evidence. 
So what do, what fucking so what the, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like you, you have access to the information hmm. that will either prove or just you're the president now. You don't have to get your news from Fox and Breitbart. <laughs> but but he chooses to. Uh, and that's why I'm not pro-choice, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the idea that uh, the whole time he's sitting there complaining about this wiretap, there's a guy sitting in the office next to him going, you could just ask me about that. I'm, that's that's yeah. kind of my thing. I, I take care of the records. Yeah, either that or some guy in the CIA going, shit, he's on to us. <laughs> Get Barry on the phone. <laughs> Someone take his fillings out tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah, so someone's find some uh, solid gold coat hangers for Trump's ceiling. <laughs> solid gold tinfoil. <laughs> um, designed by Ivanka Trump. Ooh. Tinfoil hats. Made of gold. gold I would tin. wear one of those. <laughs> you, are, one... you are wearing one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one is silver. It's just the light makes it look gold. Um, so there was that. Uh, he fired uh, a New York attorney before a replacement was found. Genius. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, from what I read, it's it's a usual thing for some attorneys to get kind of shuffled around and get replaced and stuff like that. Yeah. But usually you have a replacement before you fire a guy. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they don't. Because, you know... And, and usually it's kind of like, you know, here, will you step down there and then this guy's going to take your place because that's how that works. Yeah. And your mom was like, no, fuck you, sack me. <laughs> Fucking sack me. So is this one of those things where they were like, oh, we're getting someone new in... Um, can you stick around for two weeks to train him in and your man just kind of went Joan I've got two weeks holidays built up fuck you see you later yeah well, it, yeah it's well it's yeah turns it, out, it, it just seems like a little, again a little heavy handed mm-hmm. and a little bit kind of out there turns out being a New York attorney is remarkably similar to working in your local Tesco turns out mm. Um. so yeah that's all the Trump news Thank and God. now I have non-Trump US news. Uh, WikiLeaks released a lot of CIA stuff. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, mostly about how they can use your smartphones and your, and your smart TVs, their microphones, to spy on you. Yeah, they've built the thing from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think on a, I read another thing as well that they, uh, they've they been looking into being able to control cars. Oh. Smart cars. Yeah. Oh, smart cars. Right, okay. Yeah, fine. As as in, like, you know, the, the mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. yeah. Uh, which is terrifying. Absolutely. Because then you have uh, untraceable assassinations. Oh, he died in a car crash. Ooh. Shit. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Uh, I do like that they're calling, the, 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 what they're calling them, though. Uh, Year Zero and Vault Seven. Ooh. Are the names of the, uh, the, the, the treasure trove that they have. Oh, I like that. Um... Yeah, I think mm. it just kind of, uh, there was another thing that uh, it basically, pro- the, the, the the information that came out of the leak basically proves that encryption works. Like yeah. if the CIA wants to break encryption, they have to like take massive risks to actually go through with it. Mm. So there's that. Which is, that's a positive. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a positive that came out of it. Well, um, I mean, on the bright side, they can't track us. Because the tinfoil hats and the co-hangers in the ceiling stop them. Yeah, they get into me to be fillings. Oh, yeah, I have shit. to get that sorted. I told you not to get those. Yeah, you should have went back in time and told me when I was 12. I tried, but, you know. <laughs> but the time machine just wasn't working. Yeah. Turns out that drinking a lot of whiskey isn't a good substitute <laughs> for a time machine. But I wrote time machine on the bottle. <laughs> um, and then there's a the healthcare plan. Oh, Trump Trump came out. Obamacare 2.0, depending on who you, who you talk about. Yeah. Um, Apparently he doesn't like name, it being called The actual care. official name of this bill mm. is World's Greatest Healthcare Plan of 2017. Oh, seriously? Yes. Is he, you know, doing a school project in six class? Yes, he is. <laughs> um, there's one of the, a couple of the major changes are uh, there's no penalties for not signing up. 
Okay. Because under Obamacare, if you're young and healthy, you have to have health insurance. Right. Because that's how insurance works. Yeah. If if you're young and if if the, if you allow the young and healthy to not get insured, they just won't get insured. Yeah. And then there's no money in the system for the people who actually need it. Yeah. So under Obamacare, you're forced to go and get insurance. Mm. Um. So there's not that, and there's, but if you let your policy lapse, there's a thirty percent surcharge on top of what you would normally pay. Right. But they still have the clause that they can't uh they can't deny you coverage if you have a pre existing condition. Good. So you just wait until you get sick, then buy insurance at a thirty percent markup, and then just go to the hospital while well, well, you're insured. Right. So it's just rife for abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a couple of differences, and basically, it fucks over people with low income and people who wait, are whoa, 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 sorry, hang on, and people who are old and making more money. Whoa, we'll stop. So fucks over the old and the poor. So something that Trump has done has fucked over the most vulnerable in society. Uh, yes. Survey says yes. Right. Um, I am shocked and The other great one was multiple people from the White House have uh, used props to explain how great this bill is. Because they basically had Obamacare, which is like reams and reams of paper, because it's something like a thousand pages long. I've seen this, yeah. And then the next one next to it is like a a little kind of 200-page document. Yeah. And it's literally pointing at it kind of going, this is Obamacare, this is our thing, look at how much better this thing is, because we're not just waffling on about shit. That Despite the fact that apparently... That's uh, not how that works! I saw on uh, John Oliver that six pages of the, the Trump Care Bill, the World's mm. Greatest Health Care Plan of 2017, uh, is taken up with provisions for ensuring that people who win the lottery are disenrolled from it. Okay, right, sure. Because what if one poor person gets rich, huh? <laughs> yeah. What if? I thought you were telling me that the uh, like half of it was just illustrations. <laughs> A done in crudely drawn crayon. <laughs> Um, and, and then a uh, thick, all the thick people. And then there was uh, another bloke who said that uh, you know there's a lot of poor people out there, and you know they're often yeah, buying iPhones. You know instead of buying your iPhone, you just invest in better healthcare because that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw a great tweet which basically said like you know oh yeah iPhone costs six hundred bucks. I buy a new one every two years. Can you get me healthcare coverage for three hundred bucks a year? If you can, fucking great, boss. <laughs> <laughs> that's up there with the thing of you know ah. Uh, this neighborhood is so run down and shit. Why don't they just move to a better neighborhood? <laughs> if they're so poor, why can't they just get better health care? Um, and there's another thing with um, Republicans bringing in new voter ID laws. Oh, I think I read about this. This, is, this has been going on a while. Yeah, it's basically just like... Trump said, hey, all them illegal immigrants voted against me, and I still won, so I don't know why I'm bitching about it. And everybody goes, there's no actual evidence that that's ever been an issue whatsoever. No. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of Republicans kind of go, well, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Let's bring in these restrictions. Mm, That seems unconstitutional. No. 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 Okay. No. No. Common sense. It's just common sense, Rob. I mean, what do I know? I have absolutely no qualifications in politics. Yeah, we're just two dickheads on the internet with an opinion. Yeah. Which technically... Two opinions. Yeah, which technically qualifies us to run for the White House. Apparently. Shit, son. Yeah. Let's get fundraising. (laughs) (laughs) So we need two amendments to pass. We need one that allows... Two people to run on one ticket. And another one that allows Irish citizens to run for the US presidency. Yeah. Yeah. Vote Rob Connor twenty 
That's it. I don't want to Tell go for the we'll next one. We'll run for the Irish presidency first. <laughs> then we'll run for the US <laughs> Once presidency. Once we have that on our CV, <laughs> we'll go for the US. Well, I've been a president of a small country <laughs> for seven years. I think I'm ready to step up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> have you got anything else in the uh, US? I've got nothing else in the US. I think that's Good. a record. Oh, thank God. What was that? Five like minutes? 12 minutes, yeah. Oh, Good great. Stuff. Good. Moving swiftly Moving on. very swiftly onwards. Uh, let's do the UK. UK. Sorry, UK. Oh, the UK. Um... I don't have that much on it. Brexit bill. There was a Brexit bill defeated uh, by the House of Lords. Yeah. And then I went back to the House of Commons. Uh, Commons and <laughs> the House then of their, Commons. Their, um, their amendments to that bill mm. were then overturned. So right. basically the House of Lords got, this, got, got the Brexit bill and went, hang on a second, there's nothing in here that allows MPs to get a vote on the deal before it goes through. Mm. So, you know, make sure that we're all happy with it before it happens. Yeah. And there's also nothing in here to protect the rights of EU citizens. And then it went back to the House of Commons, which is where the MPs sit. And they went, yeah, we don't need to vote on it before it goes through. We trust Theresa. It'll be fine. And also, what's that about immigrants? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't care. We're mostly white. <laughs> um, oh, there was a... Sorry, speaking of the, the, the UK and the House of Commons, there was a, a great one there during the week. Did you see this about the SNP minister? In Westminster, I saw something about it. The youngest MP. Yeah. Now I had it written down somewhere, but I've, but it's gone. So she's the youngest MP in, since the 17th century, I think. And the one of the one of the ministers was waffling on about they're looking to reduce the f- grants or the funds available for um, young adults uh, buying for housing anyone between 18 and 22 i think it is anyway she's waffling on about this and whatever and it cuts to the snp minister and all i can see her mouth and is you're talking shite hen <laughs> yeah i did see that she yeah, has she's, since uh, re- she's 20 yeah fair fucking play she has since resigned um she resigned i thought she was thinking about resigning i didn't see no. that she actually had uh well maybe i misread it but i thought i saw it today that she i think resigned. she was considering not running for re-election Oh, okay. Because she was like, this is fucking depressing. Yeah, I, sh- she- I should be getting trashed yeah. <laughs> at uni. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see, because she said in her in her thing, in her interview, she said something about, you know, um, yeah, this is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. It's really depressing. <laughs> Nothing gets done. There's just so much fucking bureaucracy going around. Yeah, this it's so me antiquated fucking- and archaic. Nothing actually gets done. But on the bright side, you know, it has opened my mind a little bit because I've actually made friends with some conservatives and, you know, people from the other side of the spectrum and whatever and i saw one person on my social media today actually going like oh you know i'd be sorry to see her go because you know it's great to see young people involved and blah 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 blah, blah. although i am really disappointed that she made friends with conservatives oh we a dick yeah i know <laughs> how dare you attempt to find dick. common ground so that's a that's kind of i think that's my bit on the uk uh yeah oh wait no one more, but I've got one more. In the uh, yeah, the only other thing I was going to say was I think the, the, the House of Lords, I think it was the most, the best attended vote by the House of Lords since like 1791 or something. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Big turnouts. Yeah. Well, well the other thing in the UK is uh, Indy Ref 2. Indy Ref 2, 2 Indy 2 Ref. How Nicola got her groove back. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 
She's turned around. She said that she's going to try and have another indie ref. Either yeah, that was always in the pipeline. Yeah. Oh no, but not this quickly. Yeah. Um, she's looking at between autumn, uh, 2018, autumn 2018, yeah, at, or spring 2019. Yeah, it's basically get get a look at the uh, the final terms of Brexit. Yeah, and then give Scots the chance to get the fuck out before the bomb drop. Yeah, like she said, she's going to bring it to. Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the Scottish Assembly now, but she's going to bring it to them to see if they can, if she can um, get it voted through. Have you seen what Corbyn has turned around and said about it? No, I haven't seen what Corbyn said. Yeah, so Corbyn turned around and he said that he's not opposed to the second Indy ref, but Labour in Scotland will vote against it in the Scottish Parliament. But the is Labour- that a mandate from the leadership? Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Like, yeah. right. So basically, is, is, is that how political parties work? And he go, "Hey, you guys, vote no on this." Basically, what he has said is that the Labour Party in Scotland will vote against it. However, Labour in Westminster will pretty much abstain from the vote because he feels as though it's a question for the Scottish to answer. Are they going to get a vote on it? Oh yeah, no. The um, the fucking what you call it? House of Commons has to. Allow them allow to leave. It. Oh yeah, has to has to allow them to have of the vote. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like it has to go through. I can, I'm really like it has to go through the House of Commons, Commons to actually allow them to have the the referendum in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, basically, what yeah, happens, Scotland can't just stand up and go. We're having a referendum over here. No, what happens? What happens has to go through. Nicola has yeah. to bring. Well, Nicola Sturgeon has to first bring it to the um, what do you call it? The Scottish Parliament and go. What do you think, lads? Should we have this referendum? Should we try again? And if they vote yes, then she has to bring it to the House of Commons in um, Westminster and they decide whether or not they will allow them to try and leave. So Corbyn, yeah, really weirdly has said, uh, Labour in Scotland are just going to vote no, but us well, down well, here, we're just going to stay out of it. Weird. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a weird dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I've I've seen noise being made... Uh, about like you know, hey, are you gonna let like you know the English people talk about it? Because you know, because we're, I'm yeah, you know, we're we're a part of the UK too. You know, why why shouldn't we get a vote on whether or not Scotland leaves us? Yeah, um, I've just been handed a, some clarification by Steakknife. Yeah, Corbyn has said he doesn't think the referendum should be held. Oh yeah, oh dear. But he at the same time, I have definitely read where he's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna vote against it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. He's yeah, a- like he 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 contradicted himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he'll do that a lot. You know. <laughs> he said he'd be absolutely fine with a vote being held, and th- and he said that it was not the job of Labour to stop people holding referenda. And then he spoke to a different program and insisted that a referendum should not be held. Hmm. Weird one. Weird one. Yeah. Um. I have nothing else in the UK. That kind of brings us neatly into punchable faces. Yay. Because my first one is about um, our old buddy, our old buddy Nigel. Ah, Nigel. Um, he didn't give me out this week. No? Until I, uh, I listened to his radio show there right before you turned up, <laughs> right before we started. You know and, what? That's a nice switch, And he was though. talking about the, uh, he was like, you know, oh, look, you know, Nigel Farage is on LBC Live, talking about the uh, the, uh, the the new announcement that uh, Indie Ref 2 was coming. And I was yeah. like, oh, Nigel. What have you got? Oh, you're going to give me something, aren't you? <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> flap he, them gums. Ba- basically, it's put a bit of a, a, a wee bit of a break on um, the Brexit situation. Yeah, because they need to deal with this before they can 
pull the trigger. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's 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 after mud, mud, muddying the waters a bit. Oh yeah, it would so, do that. So he was of the opinion that we should just have it like this week, right? Just fucking get it over and done with, and then it'll get defeated. And then, quote, we won't be plagued by Scottish nationalism for years to come, unquote. Uh, Methinks Nigel doesn't understand how how, uh, nationalism works. He also said, uh, accused Nicola Sturgeon of uh, talking about independence, talking about nationalism, uh, but being dishonest about the fact that she's going to be looking at joining the EU afterwards. Mm, unless he, unless, unless he just doesn't pay attention to anything Nicholas yeah, Sturgeon says. She's been pretty vocal about the fact that the, Scotland's going to look to get it's back pretty in. much the only bit of rope they have for actually getting the second indie ref. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. The EU has turned around to them and said, no, no, you're going to have to reapply separately yourself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But we will consider your application. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll keep your CV in, 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 the, in the desk drawer. <laughs> uh, sorry, we don't have anything Just open at the moment. Just on top of all them fishing quotes from Norway. <laughs> we don't have anything open at the moment, but if another membership spot opens up, we'll certainly give, we'll give you our consideration. England just walked out the fucking door! <laughs> I saw him! Yes, I know, but Turkey's been on the waiting list for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but he's having a scrap in the Netherlands, so... <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. It's like... Uh, Turkey and the Netherlands are like shouting over their back wall at each other only the back wall is the Balkans yeah apparently I was reading a thing there recently sorry eating a Jaffa cake you were eating Jaffa cakes this week um, I was reading a thing there recently that um, apparently the Netherlands was one of the first countries European countries to uh, recognise Turkey's independence after World War 1 alright okay I think it was World War 1 well yeah that would make sense World War 1 resulted in the collapse of the Ottoman Empire so yeah yeah um there we go, using that history piece of paper that you got there. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is actually like, a, like it's a long-standing diplomatic relationship that's being tested. Ooh. And it basically comes down to Turkey has a law that Erdogan signed into law himself mm-hmm. that says uh, Turkish, Turkish people can't uh, hold rallies for political office outside of Turkey. Okay. Because he's running for re-election. Of course he is. And for some reason, he wants to hold rallies in 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 the Netherlands. I don't know if there's like you know a significant Turkish That's, population hmm. there, and they can vote from maybe from a foreign country. Yeah, which seems weird. I don't know why anybody would possibly want to do that, and I definitely don't think there should be a referendum on it. No, it seems like a really bad idea. Um, but yeah, so he went over, did it anyway, and uh, the Dutch basically said, "Hey, don't don't be at that. That's not allowed. Uh, get out." <laughs> um. Then, then kicked out somebody and then somebody else, some other member of the Turkish parliament tried to sneak in under armed guard which is like no 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 you're actually bringing armed people onto Dutch so this is actually not okay at no, all I don't like this <laughs> I must all get out and never return and then Erdogan accused them all of being Nazis <laughs> okay so he was you're freaking Nazis if, man you're if, freaking if Nazis I, if I had actually looked at Turkey threatens Netherlands with dipl- diplomatic sanctions as Nazi row escalates. So yeah, he was going to go on my... Um, if I had had the time or the inclination to go and look into that properly, he was going to go on my punchable faces list, but I didn't, so he's not. Yeah, we might go. We might look at him next week. Um, we'll, see, we'll see how it escalates further. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that might be a topic for to probably dig into next week. Uh, so Farage was on my, my punchable faces list. Who was on yours? Uh, Melanie Phillips. Who was she again? Melanie Phillips is the yoke what wrote the article last week about... Um, oh, yeah, we're na- not a country. Yeah, nationhood in the British Isles and basically talking about how... Uh, what was it? The exact words was, Ireland has a tenuous claim to nationhood. She basically tried to argue that because the geographical area is called the British Isles, it should just be one country. 
Oh, so nomenclature dictates political divisions. Yeah, despite the fact that the reason was called the British Isles in the first place was as an effort to try and impose legitimacy um, by England over the Gaelic chieftains in Ireland. Well, Rob, what I just don't get is why can't all these countries that we used to own just be not just be cool about it? Like it's they just I, keep fucking I trying think... to become nations on their own. Yeah. Why can't they just fucking? Take it. I, I'm, now, I'm not 100% certain on the reasons for it, but I think it has to do with the desire for self-determination and the opposition to the continuing rape of your resources and culture. <sighs> I know, right? Like, <sighs> pack of fucking snowflakes, just <laughs> get snowflakes over. snowflakes over there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, she's on it for that because she done there ran her mouth yep. about shit she didn't know about. Um, I've won from, going back to the US, a guy called Steve King, who's a, a senator. Who's he now? Uh, he's a bloke. Right. A uh, Republican senator who tweeted out his uh, support for uh, Geert Wilders. Or Geert van Wilders. Geert van Wilders. He's okay. a Dutch uh, far-right politician. Oh, dear. That's that's a bad place to start. Keep going. And I'm going to get the actual quote out. Right. Because this is, this is gold. <laughs> so uh, this is the guy who... Uh, Geert, Geert Wilders is the guy who uh, accused all Moroccans of being scum in this... <laughs> <laughs> all not, not all of them. You know, some of them I'm sure are good people, but a lot of them here are fucking scum. Right. Um, Just the ones with certain skin colours. So, he said, he tweeted out saying, Wilders understands that culture and demographics are our destiny. We can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies. What the fuck is that? Uh, it's a clear message. We need to get our birth rapes up or Europe will be entirely transformed within a half century or a little more. Ah, uh, and Geert Wilders knows that, and that's part of his campaign and part of his agenda. Uh, yeah. Oh, I feel I'd like to see an America that's just so homogenous that we look a lot the same from that perspective. Uh, now, that one on its own is kind of like, yeah, sure, if that's how it goes. <laughs> but I get the feeling you want something different. Race war? Race war! Race war! Race war! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I've been waiting for this day <laughs> I'll get my shovel <laughs> so you, you got Steve King so yeah Steve, Steve King gets a slap in the chops for that mm. I'm glad it went that way because you know I was expecting you to turn around and go fucker's got another book out this one's about like a chair that eats people <laughs> uh, Philon Philon's on my one yeah, yeah. Uh, he took a 56, 53k loan from a billionaire who employed his wife for 105k with no evidence of her work didn't declare the loan to I don't know auditors yeah. the public so this whole thing about the fact that he, so she, yeah he's, he's just like dude what are you what are you what are you doing stop this and just I just want to turn around to Penelope Philon just be like you know just, just do some work like, <laughs> like anything just take some notes do some photocopying <laughs> send some fucking emails shred some shit <laughs> whatever send some emails like it's not fucking hard no although actually this thing about Philon has um, given Macron a boost in the polls yeah he's, he's neck and neck now. with uh, Le Pen he's, and uh, I'd say once, once Philon gets knocked out in the first round of votes most of Philon's voters would rather go to the centre than to the far right god you have to hope don't you <laughs> <laughs> that is my official prediction <laughs> according to my poll that is Connor's <laughs> official lock of the week <laughs> um, so yeah he gets a slap in the face for that yeah okay uh, who's your last one my last one is uh, brings us neatly into our Irish section which Yay. is uh, Minister Zapone and a few colleagues mm. Okay. There was a, a bill brought in 
uh, which I, I I get the feeling it's one of those protest bills. Yeah, it was kind of just kind of there to make a point rather than there to get through. Sure, which would have uh, reduced the uh, penalty for getting an abortion in Ireland to a one euro fine. Oh, okay. Uh, it was defeated. Yeah. Um, I think some members of some of the like you know independent alliance and stuff uh, mm. broke ranks with the with the sitting government to vote for it, but it still got defeated. Something something. Right. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, uh, Minister Zappone didn't support the bill, mm. and a couple of her colleagues, including Francis Fitzgerald, Heather Humphreys, Mary Mitchell O'Connor, and Regina Doherty, uh, said the bill a took it seriously, right, and b said that it would um, protect abusive uh, spouses who uh, beat their pregnant pregnant wives or girlfriends and uh, made abortions happen. Right. Because apparently that wouldn't be considered assault anymore. No. Apparently, <laughs> apparently it would be considered a surgical uh, procedure. And uh, it's, it's, just, it's, it's fucking dumb. I mean, I guess. It's just, it's just <laughs> fucking dumb. And although a lot of so things... on this, the week of International Women's Day, I declare <laughs> a fucking slap in the face for those four. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a couple of parts of that whole process that's a bit dumb. The big one for me is, like, I... It, it definitely has to be a protest vote because I completely get the and um, back the the sentiment of you know let's reduce the. I think I think the the, the main spirit of the bill is for uh, women who buy the drugs from out of ah uh, okay thing and then but, take the drugs. Yeah, they will be technically performing an abortion themselves and hence yeah, liable yeah. for up to fourteen years in prison. This is saying no, we're just going to slap a one year old fine on top of you. Yeah, no, I get that, but at the same time, my I guess my question is, when was the last time anybody was convicted of that? You know. It's the same. I, yeah, I'm not sure anybody actually has been convicted. No, I don't think they have. And this is I have the same Stink issue. Stink would have been kicked up if they were. Yeah, this is the same issue I have with the um, what you call it, the blasphemy laws, where you kind of sit there and go, "Yeah, it's a law in place," but at the same time, nobody's ever been fucking convicted of it. Yeah. So, do we really? The other, the other one would be if it was a case of uh, trying to um, dictate to doctors. Yeah. You know, you can kind of say, oh, here, look, it's all right. You can go and do it. You're only going to get a one year old fine. But I also get the feeling mm. it's, no, you'd still be convicted of a crime and hence yeah. lose your license. So, mm. yeah. Um, mm. no, yeah. So not not great overall. But which, I mean, that leads us nicely yeah. into. Actually, Ender Kenny said that as well. Oh. Yeah, looking, looking at the thing. Yeah. Oh, well. So, and Ender Kenny gets a slap in the chops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that leads us. Is that nicely. a soundbite now for punchable faces? A slap at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Slappable chops. Slappable <laughs> chops. I think we can work that in. Uh, well, that brings us nicely into one of the big news stories from last week, which was the strike for repeal. Strike for abortion. Woo! Woo! Re- abortions for everyone. <laughs> Miniature shamrocks for others. Yeah. So this, know. yeah, this was the thing that happened in Ireland, where a lot of people took the day off work to go and march down the Collins Street, stop in traffic, saying, "We want abortions." Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said it before, I would really have liked to seen the demographics of that. Uh, that march because from I mean I'm willing to bet 60% of it was students well yeah they're they're the people most able to just take a Tuesday off <laughs> yeah exactly was, what, was last Tuesday yeah. the 8th was Tuesday I know what day to be today we're the 13th so a week ago would have been the 6th so last Wednesday last, last Wednesday. Wednesday yeah, yeah. so the most people able to take a Wednesday off I mean if they can take a Wednesday off to get in the SU and drink a load of <laughs> 3 euro points of Fosters then I'm sure they can just kind of go hey we'll just get a few tinnies and head into fucking town yeah. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong I am largely in favour of 
Well, okay, largely in favor of strong words. I am in. I am in favor of the, um, you know, legislating for abortion. Le <gasps> shock, but at the same time, uh, you know that uh, there was a lot about that. Uh, uh, fucking what you call it? Um, protest strike that, for abortion. Yeah, the strike, strike abortion that struck me as a bit kind of ineffective I guess like I mean it was the amount of people I saw turn around going oh lads this is a great idea but I can't fucking afford to take a Tuesday off yeah I, like, I, I don't understand the idea of asking people who work for private companies to strike yeah like a lot of people took the day off work that's not striking no or a lot of people I'm sure a lot like of people like a strike is withdrawing sick. your labour yeah to make the person who is, is employing you realise that it's mm. like you know it's not just you're employing me you're using my labour and that's worth something more than you think it is yeah but it's not even private companies if you work in the public sector and you just don't show up for work it's the same like a strike action is only deemed legitimate when the unions have balloted for it yeah and have served notice yeah so uh, like I said I mean just- e- even even in like you know an ideological from an, ideological, uh, from an ideological point of view, if you're working in the public service and you were like, no, I'm going to strike and show those bastards how much I, I want to kill babies, um, then <laughs> then if you just don't turn up for work, then you're taking you know, resources and time and money and shit away from them. Yeah. Um, so that at least makes some kind of sense. But this idea of like, you know, yeah, I'm going to not show up for fucking my shift in pennies. Oh, I'll show them. Make oh, my, hang on, my fellow cashiers work extra hard. Oh, hang on, Connor. Are you implying that it's only the working classes who favour this this bill? Okay, I'm not going to turn up to my CEO job. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to turn up to my IT job. <laughs> Good. Better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just had. I guess I had some problems with the way it was organised. But then again, I have I have a problem with most kind of these organised. You're problem with most things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see the flaws in a you lot of contrary bollocks. <laughs> that I am. That I am. Um, like I mean, I was, we were saying it before we came on air. One of the big things I kind of have with it is, I mean, I know. I think most people that I'm associated with are in favour of of um, legislating for abortion but at the same time I have spoken to people both in my immediate social circle and you know in kind of wider circles about the subject and I, I always just get the feeling that there's a lot of people who don't exactly understand what it is you know what I mean like repealing the eighth won't legalize abortion no but it'll remove the framework which stops it absolutely but I guess my question is repeal the 8th and then what because you know then you have to bring in something new I think I, I personally I think it's okay to worry about the then what afterwards yeah I guess I think my thing is if it's something that can be just like a, a law that can just be brought in by the by the courts or passed in the doll you know basically so a vote the vote happens the 8th is repealed and then a, um, a bill is put through the dollar through the courts and whatever and they end up um legislating for it fine and dandy but if they then decide it's something that needs to be enshrined in the constitution that means we need to have a second referendum to for, yeah, yeah for, for a new referendum to make an amendment to the constitution to yeah, yeah. i yeah. don't think you need to do that i'm not sure this is my my issue because is I, I was maybe looking, i was looking up the history of the eighth because i thought it was um I thought it was something to do with the X case, but then I looked it up and I realised, no, no that's the 12th, 13th and 14th yeah. amendments yeah. to the Constitution. Yeah. Um, the 8th came around in 1983, I believe. It did, yeah. And it was basically a big old pro-life group 
had a look at Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. and went, hang on a second, that could happen here. Abortion's yeah. illegal, but it's not quite illegal enough. <laughs> we need to make it so illegal. Yeah, there was a, there was Roe versus Wade in the US and there was something in the UK as well. And they all basically went, oh shit, what ha- that happens here? Uh, oh, we can't c- be having progress. Circle the wagons, entrench the doctrine. Um, but I want I want to know. Mm. I want to know if anybody, if, if the leader of that was also the CEO of Irish Ferries. <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> that'd be a fucking genius move, <laughs> lads. What are we gonna do? It's just nobody's getting <laughs> nobody's these boat- getting holidays. Leave it to me, boys. Nobody's getting these Leave boats it to, to Liverpool anymore. <laughs> What are we going to do? Our ad campaign isn't working. If only there was some way we could force people to get boats to the UK. Don't worry, lads. I'm on it. I've got a great idea. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was my thing? Yeah. I had another point. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess... But yeah, I mean, you're, you're, saying, you're saying we need to get all your ducks in a row and then fire the, yeah, the referendum thing. This is the thing that I was looking at because the Citizens' Assembly have actually said they're going to look into it. But chances are it's going to be uh, late 2018 before a referendum actually comes through. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a lot of people... I've seen a lot of people after the the strike for appeal last week complaining about that. Like, it's taken too long. Let's just have the fuck, fucking referendum. A bureaucracy moves slow. But at the same time, I'm going, no, you know what? I have to turn around and say, I'm actually okay with this. I'm okay with it taking time. Yeah, don't it, get me wrong. It, ta- it takes fucking wrong. ages anyway. Don't get me wrong. It shouldn't have taken this long anyway. Even from the simple point of view, when the fucking X case came through, the Euro- like that went to the European courts. The European courts went, wait, no, this is wrong. Fix that. Yeah, and they said that about the water charges. That didn't fucking stop us. <laughs> but this is my point. Like, it's, it keeps coming back to us every couple of years. The, the European courts are just like, have you sorted that yet? <laughs> no. Fucking, do you know what it is? It's like when your ma used to tell you to clean your room. You're like, I have cleaned it. No, you haven't. All you did was, like, throw your socks under your bed. Clean your room. I will. All right. <laughs> yes. Well, if I come back and that room isn't clean. <laughs> I'll just tell you to do it again. <laughs> So, uh, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with it taking time because... Uh, you need to get it right. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I know a lot of people who've um, who studied law. And one phrase that I've heard many of them come out with and has kind of stuck with me is, no legislation is better than bad legislation. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm okay with it taking a bit of time to, mm. to get it fucking sorted because I'm... I just, I don't want it. I don't want it to, the referendum to happen and then for something else to happen and then the whole question comes up again. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah, want yeah, it yeah. done and dealt with. Let's get this, get it fucking yeah, like, sorted. Like at, the same, at the same time, it's, 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 like it's, it's just a bleak situation that needs, like as long as there's progress constantly. Yeah. And as long yeah. as it's being looked at, I mean, that, that's, I think reassurance from the government is what we need. Yeah. Is it going to, no, yeah, no, we are looking into it. We are looking for, looking to get a referendum. Well, I mean, we did. The thing get... is, it's, it's a much less of a sure thing than the than when we voted in the gays. Oh, it much is much oh, less a, of a sure oh, thing. It's a, it's a surprisingly uh, tight contest. Nobody seems to realize this. I had somebody. You uh, have this whole quiet pro lifer thing as well. Like, like yeah. uh, I, I remember reading a thing. Um, there's actually surprising little coverage of it as well in the news. I actually like uh, mm-hmm. the first thing I saw of it was actually on Al Jazeera, which was interesting to get a, a foreign perspective on it. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of um, international media coverage for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she was talking to uh, a pro-lifer at the um, at the the protest, and she was saying that um, being pro-life is like being a you say that and you're like a social pariah these days. A little bit, and it's the, it, it's it's that whole you know the shy Tory within a certain generation. Like yeah. I think if you if you're well, obviously if you go into the middle of UCD with a fucking pro-life T-shirt on, people are gonna go, "What yeah. the fuck?" Yeah. 
Um, but then again, there's a fucking like there's pro life societies in you in universities as well. So yeah, but um, yeah. So it's like yeah, you know, it's it's the shy Tory thing all mm. over again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's the worry. <clears throat> like that's the worry. And I guess that is one of my big worries coming into it again is we're going to see more of the same attitude from a lot of the left wing supporters that we got in the you're pro life. You must hate women. Yeah, in the yeah. marriage draft, like when you got people pulling down posters. Yeah, and I was going, that oh no, that's that's first of all, that's fucking illegal. Yeah, second of for all, for a reason, for a reason. Second of all, the more you pull down the posters like that and deny these people a voice, whether the more they're they, right when they say they're persecuted. Yeah, whether <laughs> they're right or wrong in what they're saying, if you stop them from saying it, you entrench their beliefs because you actually create an us and them scenario. Yeah, actually, that that's actually persecution. Yeah, yeah and it's like, actually stopping them from speaking. Yeah, and you're and like just damaging your own cause more yeah. than nothing else. There's a big difference between no platforming somebody and actively suppressing them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just I just really hope it doesn't go that way. Yeah. I, I really hope it doesn't. But um, I think well, the thing is, like, it'll, it'll go that way in small clusters, and those small clusters will be blown up to make it look like that's the entire. Yeah, because this is because that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's the way it happens. Mm. Um, I think we've maybe been two guys talking about women's reproductive rights for a bit too long. Ah, nah, <laughs> um, nah. I think the internet needs two more blokes' opinions about abortion. Yeah. Hey, at least also, if you actually if you want to play a drinking game with this uh, with this episode, you can take a drink every time we say the word abortion. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's about all I have to say about uh, strike for strike for abortion. <laughs> strike for abortion. Uh, well, on the same day that we had strike for abortion, we also had International Women's Day. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Um, and I'm gonna rant for a few minutes here because I was Whoa. thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this during the week. And I remember when I, on Wednesday, when I logged into my social media and I saw all these posts about International Women's Day and I remember getting annoyed and I couldn't figure out why, you know, that way I was sitting there going, I'm not opposed to like anything that this is advocating. You know that way? Why am I annoyed? Why hmm. am I annoyed? I can't figure it out. And I had to actually sit there and think about it for a while. And the first kind of thing I came to was International Women's Day annoys me in the same way that the likes of Mother's Day and Valentine's Day annoys me. When it's like... As in it's a made-up holiday thing? Kind of. It's It's more so, it's like... It's another fucking day where people can sit around and go, oh, I'm so grateful for this person or these people in my life. And blah, blah, blah. and it's one day in the year where they can waffle on about how amazing these people who they should be appreciating every fucking day are. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of, the, it's one of, the, it's one of those guilt-relieving days as far as I'm... Yeah. I mean, yeah, personally, I don't see a problem with there being a day for it. I, I just it just bugs me like the likes of those kind of things just I don't know they just irritate me alright I yeah. thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with that no <laughs> I will say that what after International like, Women's Day it pisses me off every day should be International <laughs> Women's Day <laughs> well actually now you've, 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 you've reminded me of something else now which is one thing I noticed was uh, again most of the posts on my social media about International Women's Day were from men and I realized the thing that annoys me most about International Women's Day is men. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's because you get two times. You get one of them kind of just kind of going, oh, women are class. Look at all the great women. Yeah. And you get the other ones kind of going, what about International Men's Day? Maybe They have that. It's November 19th. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
If you did a five second Google search, you'd know this. Now, not only do you sound like a spy, you're a misinformed spa. But exactly. All I'm saying is International Women's Day. Don't ask me to get any spiders out of the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, though. There's two types of men on International (laughs) Women's Day. There's the lads who sit there kind of going, oh, we should need this type of day. Where's my International Men's Day? And then there's the fucking crawlers sitting there kind of going, I love all the special women in my life. I wouldn't be who I am without them. I just shut up. Just what go saying away. is, you hate the cooks and you hate the alphas. Oh, I hate Ooh, them. All. I, hate, I hate everybody. <laughs> I hate everybody. That's my secret, Cap. I hate everybody. <laughs> That's my secret, Connor. I'm always angry. But I, I think, yeah, I think it's just a blatant kind of like. There's. Uh, it's the same kind of thing when there's a, like a, a massive international tragedy and social media blows up with people giving their two cents about I it. I love, I love that Facebook cash in on it by allowing um, temporary, temporary Facebook yeah. profiles. Yeah, but also like like sticking in app uh, fucking like uh, widgets to help you stick the overlay on. Yeah, <laughs> show your your support for this horrific uh, terrorist attack by clicking a few buttons. Yeah, it's like one like equals one prayer. Yeah. Um, it's yeah It to me it always just smacks of people making it about themselves oh yeah you know the way like it's International Women's Day or Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or whatever you could sit there and you could there are things you can do to show your appreciation you know what I mean and you just do it but nobody wants to just do it everybody wants to see or to show everybody else that Social they're doing Social media is just a big ego jerk off anyway. Yeah, but... The, and again... Why do you think we have opinions in public? <laughs> you mean like... Well, <laughs> this why, podcast is an exercise well, in ego. Why don't, why don't these people just come off and make their own fucking podcasts? <laughs> Spend an hour every Tuesday talking about which subgroup matters most to them. Today on The Feelings Hour, we'll be talking about <laughs> elderly people. And maybe and, someday, maybe someday, 20 people will listen to your opinions every <laughs> week. <laughs> Hey, that was a bad week. Normally we get 40. <laughs> that last week was a zinger as well. Uh, yeah, but the week before that was shit. That's why I dropped down the numbers. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Um, International Women's Day annoys me, but not for the reasons you think. <laughs> Come get me, internet. Um, all right, that's, 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 all, that's all I have on uh, women slash abortions. Well, on the abortion referendum, again... I mean, the government have given us something to work with. They have actually Oh, yeah, we are out. getting a, a they've, referendum. They've come out and told amendment, us we're yeah. getting, a, a, getting a referendum on whether or not Irish Expats citizens living abroad can vote in the presidential election. Oh, is it only the presidential? Yes, what I read. Oh. Mm. So there you go. That's the referendum they decided to come out with. Ah, fuck it. You can do more than one thing at the same time. I've seen a, I've seen a couple of people going and going, hey, Ender, what about the fucking referendum for the 8th? Why don't you do that for us, dickhead? I'm like, fucking, you can do more than one thing. Also the fact that... Fuck you, off. Also the fact that <laughs> this one, th- this topic has come through the um, Citizens' Assembly. The the 8th one still has to, has to be discussed and, and you know, the, wor- the wording has to be gotten right is the big one. The wording yeah. has to be gotten right. Uh, but, I mean, you know what? If nothing else, this was a... Like, yeah, it looks, ever- like it looks like it's just uh, presidential elections. Yeah, because it's... A, do you know what it is? Because it's a fucking bone. They're throwing a bone to expats because they're going, hey, look, you can still get vote and get yeah, involved. Yeah, you, you can vote for this person who has no actual power. that has absolutely nothing to yeah. do with that. Uh, You'll still have to get the boat home to vote in the stuff that matters. Whoever decided to announce that referendum this weekend should be sacked because that's a PR nightmare. Yeah. 
Like literally what happened to me was I, I <laughs> What did you think was going to happen? I know <laughs> right, when, right when they're all riled up about this the eight, you, you fucking throw this in there You know what happened? I was sitting there on whatever day it was announced I have the Irish Times app on my phone And my phone buzzed And I went alright what's the Irish Times app today And I saw the headline It was like Enda Kenny announces referendum And I went oh And scrolled down <laughs> And it went on allowing Irish citizens living abroad To vote in the presidential election And I actually stopped dead and looked at it and went Really? Oh, somebody this? better get sacked for that. Oh, for fuck! Jesus, come on! <laughs> what are you doing to me, Enda? Um, how do you feel? What, what do you think about that one? Where are you going to go on that one? Uh, yeah, I'll probably vote yeah. Whatever. Do you think? Yeah, I'm going to vote it. no. Mostly because at some point I might emigrate and I'd like to vote. Yeah, I'm going to... No, I'm, I'm against it. <laughs> fuck you. If you leave the country, you don't get a vote. Pretty much. Yeah, that's my attitude. I'm against it. I'm against it. I, do, I genuinely just don't think that... Um... So how do you feel about people travelling home to vote? Uh, um, yeah, I'm not massively in favour of like, that. Like, you know, the, uh, the whole... The, the home for... The home, home, home for home for the gays yeah. thing that happened. Um, yeah, I remember. Are you, are you for or against that? I wasn't massively in favour of it, to be honest. Like, I mean, again, I kind of... Um, uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'm, I kind of feel as though that's a bit more of a grey area because they're the people are actually having to come back to vote for it as, as opposed, opposed to just sending an email. Yeah, just sending it in. But it, you know, I don't. I don't like the idea of um, people living outside the country having a say in who you know represents or runs our country. That's why. That's why I'm I'm against it. I remember I had uh, after the last uh, fucking what you call it general election, I had an argument with somebody I knew because they were in favor of uh, expats being able to vote in the general elections, and I was going, "No, that's dumb. That's stupid. We shouldn't have that at all." And they were kind of going, "There should be like uh, TDs who represent expats." Fuck that. Yeah, it was no, that's awful. That's a stupid idea. And I was like, why would you do that? It's like, oh, so people live abroad can still feel connected to their culture and their country. I was going, there's a million ways you can do that. Yeah. That's that that's that's a bullshit argument. Yeah, you don't have to vote in the elections to be able to do that. Yeah. There's also the thing of they want to give expats the vote when what's our fucking voter turnout? It's less than sixty percent. It's usually less than sixty, yeah. Yeah. You can't even get the people at home to fucking vote. <laughs> Also, it's gonna fuck up, uh, fuck up the uh, the voter turnout stats massively. Yeah. yeah, but also my problem is I'd love to know, like, how far does it extend? You know, like how many years living abroad are you? You know, how many years do you have to be living abroad before it gets taken away? Or is it only if you were born in Ireland and move abroad? Or yeah, like if you have an Irish passport for your kids, you know. Well, if it has, if it's, if it's uh, if you have an Irish passport, then mm. Nicola Sturgeon can vote in it. Yeah. Not Nicholas Sturgeon. Fuck. Uh, what's Arlene her name? Foster. Arlene Foster. Yeah. That person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, so, so, if you think people living abroad shouldn't get the vote, would you agree that uh, expats who travel home shouldn't be able to vote? If, yeah. like, if, if you're mm. permanently living outside of the country, then you shouldn't be able to vote. Yeah. You see, I would to an extent, but you see, the difference is that's stopping people coming back into the country. Do you know what I mean? It's not stopping people coming back into the country. It's just you need to like how how would you police that? Is the thing how how would you not let them? Vote? I mean, I mean, even even on a on on a, on a uh, an ideological basis, mm. you think they should be able to vote if you if they're like you know, say for instance, if you're living in London and yeah. then, like you know, the general elections coming up, you're like you know, oh, I might head 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 home for that weekend. Yeah, you know, go go for a few pints with the lads, mm. vote on the Saturday. Mm. 
have a bit of stew with Mammy on the Sunday and then go home. I think the weird one do is... You think, do you think that's, that's not cool? Because they're living abroad and, and, and therefore don't have a hat in the I race. think it's a bit stupid, to be honest with you. Like, why would you want to? Why would you want to vote? I'd fucking want to vote if I was living abroad. I would okay. I'd be sitting wherever I'm living going, well, I don't live there anymore. I'd be more concerned about getting the vote in because wherever I I'm care. living. Because I care. Yeah. You see, I care about where I am. <laughs> and what I can laws care, I can care me. about more than one thing, Rob. <laughs> well, that's, I guess that's why you're better than me, Connor. Yep. I've always yeah. said. <laughs> He's got a tattooed on his back. <laughs> I'm better than Rob. Uh, yeah, like, I think the weird one for me is just, I mean, you have to be registered to vote, you know? Um, and that to be registered to vote over here he means you have to be registered at a certain address over here so if you're living abroad that means you're not living in that address do you know what I mean that's I mean does that not count as fraud I don't know hmm. no just just thought of it frankly there, I right? don't want to know <laughs> yeah interesting one anyway mm. um, yeah it'd be interesting to see how that goes I mean, it's only the presidential election, so it's basically a, a, a fucking cop-out anyway. But yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever. I'm still a it, but, yeah. you know. Uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, bu- 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 what else have we got in Irish news? Does, Michal does... Martin wants a United Ireland. Oh, yeah, I read something about that. Yeah. Does he have a plan? He does, actually. <laughs> He's got more of a plan than Sinn Féin have had for the last hundred years. Hi-yo! <laughs> Michal Martin. Yeah, he, well, what he's turned around and he said is that Fianna Fáil are drafting a plan just in case of a united ireland like moving towards the united ireland and it's actually it's it's all right like i mean it it it's just uh what you call it a draft i guess at the moment that they've put out but uh so it's a little light on detail but it's not bad yeah yeah it's just stuff well, like finally, uh, finally like you know because because they call themselves the republican party as well don't they yeah, yeah they call themselves the republican party um so it's it's basically just uh things will continue as they are now, except Dublin and London will switch roles. So you're going oh, yeah, 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 yeah. to have still have power sharing and assembly in the north and the whole thing. It just basically means that uh, ultimately will answer to Dublin rather than Best London. Answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, there would be stuff like trying to... Oh, that would mean that uh, all the Shinners up north would suddenly be representing in Dublin. Yeah. So Sinn Féin representing, uh, rep- representation in Dáil Éireann would actually go up. Yeah, quite a bit. Mm, interesting. And then you'd still have a... I assume you'd still have unionist parties still getting elect- elected up yeah. north as well. Mm. So technically you'd be able to get unionist parties running in, in the in, Republic. In, in Dáil Éireann, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, mm. Interesting. Or maybe they'd uh, have a have a, have a uh, a situation of absenteeism. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two seats. I'm not going to sit in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> Two empty seats sitting in Westminster. <laughs> uh, sitting in fucking Leinster House as a, a, a fucking symbol. Let's face it, it's going to go down to two. <laughs> <laughs> That's the DUP seat and it's the UUP seat. But the... Uh, what was some of the other stuff you had working on? Um, stuff like uh, cross-border recognition of qualifications for school and universities. Oh, handy. Yeah. Um... They would, what was the other one they had, was like, um, uh, it was all very gradual. Like, they were talking about, you know, um, over a course of fucking, like, 20 years or something, everything would change. So, the, one of the big ones was uh, changing the syllabus in schools. So, they would start with some of the easier ones, well, more kind of common ones. So, uh, maths and English would be the first two to get changed. 
and then they kind of move on from there as to what the curriculum should be. All right. And then the UK would continue to pay the block grant to Northern Ireland, but at a declining basis over a couple of years. All right, to, to like ease it in. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So basically, uh, London would keep paying money, but then I presume Dublin would start paying money and it would kind of, you know, yeah. peter in and peter out. So, I mean, yeah, interesting one. It's an interesting idea. He reckons he'll see uh, a United Ireland within his lifetime. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a whole Brexit debacle kind of put it on the table again. Yeah, isn't it a funny one when you think about it? Brexit, the vote that was supposed to save Great Britain and make it great again. And now we have IndyRef2. Yeah, look, I'm telling you, Nigel Farage, sleep raging for the laugh. <laughs> it's in his name. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that vote that was supposed to fucking make the UK a sovereign nation, a sovereign again. nation again yeah. could well be the thing that kills it. Yep. So it's just going to be like England and Wales left sitting there with each other, <laughs> looking at each other. England sitting there. I always liked you the least. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Just that awkward Christmas dinner with them just sitting looking at each other. <laughs> Wales is kind of going. What is Scotland? <laughs> what do you think Scotland's doing now? I told you not to say his name! <laughs> So uh, that's me. I, I, yeah, I there was a uh, little thing about the homeless. There's 198,000 empty houses in the country with 7,000 homeless people. Jesus. Yep. So uh, apparently they are not looking into a vacant home tax. Which is basically kind of, of double, the, double the property taxes if you're not living in the house. Right. Hmm. Which that's is, you know, an idea to bring more revenue in so we can, you know, yeah. sort that shit out. That'd be nice. Uh, or, oh. and, or you can just put that money towards uh, renovating some of them and then just like having more emergency housing or whatever yeah but yeah that's that's not being brought in uh, is... another one that was pretty fucking damning was the discussions on the tune mother and baby home had to be delayed in the doll last week because not enough TDs showed up like what the fuck is that come on Oh, we found I mean, like... a load of we found septic tanks full of the de- uh, decaying remains of infants yeah, no, that's that just doesn't concern me. I've got roads to fix. Yeah, <laughs> I've got planning uh, permission to sort out. Yeah, there was there was also thing that the the church so far has only paid thirteen percent of its uh rec- uh, uh recompensation for yeah, compensation for abuse victims. Uh, the Christian Brothers withdrawal one hundred and twenty seven million land deal. They were going to just transfer land from mm. it to the state, and that would be. A part of the payment yeah yeah and uh they just didn't do it yeah i saw apparently they, they 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 said they wouldn't do it like it was either 2015 or 2005 one or the other and uh it only came out there the other the other day you think someone and, um, noticed that yeah and uh now it turns out that they uh the government has no legal recourse to actually force them to pay up well yeah because they can't take private land off somebody oh yeah but even like but even in, like going after them for the money yeah that's like, they, they, mm. they can't like you know get a court to say no you have to pay that's pretty much an agreement, like, and they just go, like, "Yeah, we're just, gonna, we're just not going to do it." Well, this is, what, <laughs> this is what happens when you agree on honor. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, like, I know, I know they abuse a lot of kids, but like, I, I didn't think they fucked me around with the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, right, I think that's about it. Oh, I have one more thing, mm-hmm. which is a great one. It's just kind of like a and a, a, a little and finally before my actual and finally, right? Uh, which is uh, the Shin Shin Fein up north had a, a meeting with the Northern Ireland Secretary of State, James Brokenshire, and name. cut it short because of waffle. Okay. Michelle O'Neill said he was just waffling, so we left. He said, we're not going to listen to more of this. 
You know what? Waffle, waffle, waffle. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually all right with that. Yeah. yeah that's like... I, I Two be... big old fingers. Yeah. No, you're not actually saying that in a merry here. I'm, I'm not listening yeah, to this. Apparently their, their biggest thing is they, uh, they want funding for uh, death inquests for people who were killed in the Troubles. Because some, okay. some of the inquests have been going on for 45 years. Yeah. And he was basically kind of going, yeah, we're committed to the families and, and you know, we're committed to getting all this shit. And she was like, this is fucking waffle. You're not actually fixing anything. Yeah. We're going to cut this meeting short because I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, like that reminds me as well. <laughs> fucking... Hats off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was it? It just reminded me of it. It's speaking of waffle. Arlene Foster turned around during oh, the yeah, week. He was like, oh, the, the local election, the, the latest election is a wake up call for unionism. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah, yeah. New- she issued a warning about like you know Sinn Féin's radical Republican agenda also in the news ducks get wet <laughs> and bear shit bear in the shit woods. found in woods <laughs> Pope announces that he's a Catholic like <laughs> uh, I've heard a couple of uh, was it unionist ministers turn around saying that this has been a wake up call for unionism I was like I don't know if it's a wake because wa- you've been losing seats you, like that gap's yeah. been closing I don't know forever. If it's, I don't know if it's a wake up call so much as it is uh, like a fucking smack across the chops that you need to stop insulting your political uh, rivals. <laughs> you need to take them seriously. Yeah, I mean, when Sinn Fein's the bigger man, that you're like, <laughs> again, it's a weird one. Once you cross north of that border, I'm certainly pro Sinn Fein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem to have their shit together up there. Um, yeah, that, that I think we've gone through all of my notes. Okay. And what's your so I have nothing else to say. Um, have you anything else to say about uh, anything? Uh, Any more opinions you want to get out there? Uh, let's see. If I, do I have anyone else to give out about? No, I'm good. I don't count. You don't count. I give out um, about you to your face. Yeah, sorry. And, God, fin- and finally, um, some South Korean news. I was going to make an actual head, an actual like segment out of this, but that would have required. I, I saw the, the South Korean president was was impeached. Um, which is. Big news. Which is big fucking news. And I read that and went, oh, you're going to make me learn about fucking Korean politics. <laughs> I know z- I know zero about Korean politics. <laughs> so I went and looked into it a little bit. And turns out it is sensational. Oh, yeah. Turns out that uh, she's been impeached for corruption because her main advisor's daughter was like sent to, uh, sent to university dodgily mm. and then had like a question classes paid for by the president of Samsung who also bribed the main uh, advisor. And this advisor has the president in her pocket. Yeah, right. Because the president's father and the advisor's father... Mm. uh, Now, this is... The the, the advisor's father was an advisor to the president's father, who was a dictator. Yeah, the president president who just got impeached is Park Jun-hae. Um, and she's the daughter of Park Chung Hee, who was um, the dicta- uh, dictator in um, yeah Korea. So basically, once the mother died, uh, the daughter, uh, the the daughter of of the advisor of the pre- of the di- dictator president uh, Choi Soon Il, mm. uh, basically started going up to the current president, uh, saying, "Hey, I can I can hear your mother." Oh man! And started like you know communing as a medium. And yeah. it turns out the other advisor was like a shamanistic cult leader. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So she basically kind of got... Oh, sorry, just like, for like, it's, it's like it's cult 101. Get yeah. them during an emotional experience and then you know, make them rely on you. And it's just, it's been, it's been like this for years and like decades. Wow. And it's just been a lot of weird shit <laughs> constantly. 
And it came down to, like, she was advising on everything from, like, you know, what handbags to wear and choosing her wardrobe wow. to actual policy. And the sad thing is, like, it, like, it turned out that she had, like, uh, given the president, or the president had given her, like, a budget to sort out a wardrobe. Yeah. And she embezzled most of it and gave her back shit. And she was actually in the news kind of going, hey, the president's looking a bit fucking shabby here. She's kind of wearing crap clothes. What's uh, going on here? That's not nice. And giving her, like, handbags that were designed by her gigolo. <laughs> Like, oh. just bizarre shit. <laughs> I feel I like, just did a load of drugs together as well. <laughs> I feel the like, need to emphasize... Like, fucking under-the-counter anti-aging drugs. I feel the need to emphasize right now that we're talking about South Korea. South Korea, the, yes. The supposedly yeah. sane Korea. S- sane Korea. Yeah. So I just looked at there, when you messaged me about this during the week, you were like, oh, Korea's president has been impeached. I was like, which one? The so one that allows their presidents to be impeached. Yeah, you were like, the democratic <laughs> one, the one that allows their presidents to be impeached. To which my response was, well, now hang on, only one of the Koreas has dem- democratic in its name. True. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the DPRK. <laughs> You what's the, uh, the three good... quarters of a lie? <laughs> yeah, it's not democratic. Say... It's not. A, it's not for the people. It's not a republic. Yeah. It is a Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, the, um, the the rule is if a country has the words democratic and republic in its name, it's neither. <laughs> <laughs> If it's got people in it, you're usually dodgy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's my and finally. Yeah. Shamanistic cult leader um, brings down South Korean president. Wow. Yeah. And she's act like she's she's out of office. She's been kicked out. Oh man, I, I, I can't wait to see that film. Yeah. It's that's just going to be good. Just, uh, it's just a uh, bit nuts. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, I think that's it. So I think that's a, I think that's a podcast. That's an episode. That's an episode. Cool. Right. So I have been... Uh, Connor and I've been Rob and thank you for listening like share all that mad shit yeah uh, let's pump those numbers up pump those numbers pump them way up <laughs> let's get the stats yeah. I want I want stats yeah. we're doing okay <laughs> we've got what 32 listeners at the moment but we're stagnating yeah, we, a little we, bit. we have about 20 regulars yeah who will tune in even if we if we if, if we have no publicity whatsoever no and sometimes like you know I think I think our biggest stats are like 60 or 70 or something like that yeah, which is, which is not uh, bad. I like that. I yeah, whatever. Like Some people. I'm impressed by the fact that we got into double figures. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening to Politics. I've been Connor, and I've been Rob again. Bye bye. See you next week. <laughs>